Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke-Rapper. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. I'm working on my announcer voice. I figure if comedy doesn't work out, I can get into the announcing game. It seems like... Uh, people with what they say golden pipes get to work in Hollywood for years and years and years. Just yeah, because you don't like have this. to look at their face. Ladies and gentlemen, next uh, up is uh, Ashley Brooker Roberts. I'm doing right now. One of my jobs is hosting a podcast for children. It's a game show. It's called Money on the Sidewalk. It's going to be released in the fall on the Penna Network if you have kids. But um, all of wait the- a minute. What you're. Doing another podcast? Babe. You didn't tell me about this. Babe. What the heck? And I got a a hunky co-host. No, you don't. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you do on this one. (laughs) Boom, mic drop. Okay, um, folks, oh, do you want to finish your thought? Yeah, of Oh, course. you don't want me to just argue <laughs> or yell over you? All right, go ahead. So, but the whole podcast, I'm always like, hello and welcome to Money on the Sidewalk. Are you trying to win some money? Are you a kid who knows stuff about the world? So it's just like very game showy. Like, do you know the answer to this next question? It's a real head scratcher. Uh, hey, what's up, little kid? Roses are red, violets are blue, your pee-pee's a wiener, and my poopy is too. Let's do it! Oh, that, my God. That's the type of podcast that I would have... You're going to I would have loved to listen to a podcast like that. It was like, pee-pee, poo-poo. <laughs> yeah. When I was like... We know what you want. Eight, it would be like, hey, check it out. Uh, you want to hear a secret? And I'd be like, listen, and I'd be like, yeah, let's hear a secret. And he went, poopy in my underwear, and I would just laugh and run away. Yeah. I, I, it's my, what is my favorite thing in the world is is was, I think, just saying... Poop. Poopy in my underwear is hilarious. <laughs> Poopy in my underwear is really funny. I like the fact that I have a little brother and the fact that, as you all know, and I like the fact that he will just laugh if I do a voice. It doesn't matter what I say. Yeah. And like, you often do a lot. You do a lot of ethnic voices for your uh, little brother. Uh-huh. French. Yeah. Like French. <laughs> you do a French guy. I do French. How come no one's ever offended by the French voice when somebody goes, oh, everybody's <laughs> like, that's hilarious. Yeah. But uh, I guess the French probably don't like that. I or really, is that exactly how they sound? I think that we can make fun of the French. All right. I good. think that there's we have a pass. I do the French and I do Southern. Those are my two ethnicities. So you do French and then you just talk normal. Come on. What? I do like a... a, a I had gone with the wind southern. I go, oh my, I do declare. And then he just like giggles. <laughs> do it again. Well, we're about to see that little bugger. Do it again. Um, we Ashley and I are cramming this podcast in before we uh, take a flight uh, down to North Carolina, down to the south. Yeah, we are going to his birthday, which is going to be in a bounce house. I know you're jealous. <laughs> um, can't wait to be a weird adult standing on the side watching kids jump in a bounce house. We can't get in there. Ashley and I are adults, um, so we have to hang out with the adults. Basically, what it means is we're too fat for the bounce house because if we weren't we'd just be in the bounce house i'm trying to get in the bounce house and we also pretty much relate to the seven-year-olds more than most of the adults at these uh functions whenever we're stuck in these things uh we're kind of stuck in the netherland of people who should be adults but seem to not really be there yet well we live in brooklyn as i like to call it infinite college brooklyn i told uh, the two we have teen interns as you guys know you guys have been listening to this podcast for years now so i don't have to tell you that ashley and i have a little side gig and that side gig is teaching kids stand-up comedy and when we teach kids stand-up comedy we have other kids who we've taught for years who are older who are interns and they become kind of co-workers and you kind of talk to them normally and uh one of the last days of our little 
summer camp. Um, these two boys who were working with us for this last uh, month, um, they they looked at me and they were like, Nick, man, like you're just like such a kid. How do you do it? You know, like how do you maintain? How do you stay young? Being like a, a young person, you're you're like no adult I've ever met. And I was just like, well, I, I live in Brooklyn. I go, guys, you, you guys both live in Brooklyn. If you want to be a weird old guy who acts like a child, just stay here. Don't move out of Brooklyn. You don't ever have to get a car. You don't ever have to buy a house. You can skateboard everywhere. You can skateboard everywhere. And if you don't skateboard places, people are like, why isn't this guy skateboarding? Like, it's yeah. weird to not act like a child in Brooklyn. And that's kind of how you maintain a youngness because it's too expensive to be an adult in New York City. I yeah, you that's can't what have is. a kid. No, are you so fucking kidding me? If you're not going to have a kid, then why ever grow up? Yeah, it costs a million dollars of a lifetime for a kid in Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. In New York City, it's got to be like a couple bill, right? In New York City, if you want to have a child, you better be royalty. And now tell us this right now, folks. Is this a good enough excuse to tell our parents? Yeah, is we're this... working on... <laughs> It's either climate change or New York City. It's one of the two. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so I'm pushing for New York. We're going. We're going to North Carolina, but we're we're going to the birthday party. We're going to spend three nights in the Charlotte area, hanging out with kids. Very excited. The Charlotte Metropolitan area is that what they call it down there? I don't think so. Oh, okay, but it, they maybe it's just the Charlotte area. Guys, the have suburbs. you been to Charlotte? It seems really cool. You've never been to Charlotte. I have been to Charlotte. You've just been around Charlotte. That's not Charlotte that we've been at. No. <laughs> What are you talking about? It's first a of suburb all, I, of Charlotte. First of all, I saw a Bojangles, I saw a Target, and a Starbucks. Now, yeah. that ain't Charlotte. And that's suburban sprawl, baby. <sighs> What's Charlotte like? Charlotte's a city. You would know it if you had been in it. So, like, tenement buildings, subways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Every time somebody calls something a city, I'm like, okay, great. Where are the subways? Where are the brownstones? Nowhere to be found. It's know. like, I don't know there isn't, but you can take subway. a pogo stick over to the ferry. And What's I'm like, this isn't a city. Where are you going? I'm thinking about Seattle and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Seattle they... has mass transit. <sighs> Lily, stop trying Enough. to drink my coffee. Lily's <laughs> lost her mind. What happens is that she understands when we're leaving. She just like, we pull out the suitcases. We start packing the night before. And then she just starts acting like a maniac. We woke up this morning in an attempt to pack before recording the pod. You know how we do. And she just was so mouthy to us. She was literally yelling at us. It's been happening more and more lately. It's not just that we're leaving. And, I, and I'm not going to negate your comment. She does absolutely know that we're going somewhere. I can tell. She's being extra mean to me. So I know that's the <laughs> The truth but uh, our cat has developed this thing in which she realizes that we respond to her yelling in our faces and so now she it's almost like you were late your your mom or grandma is scolding you because you were late for dinner when yeah. you come in the house like yeah. you're, you've come in past curfew where like she's clearly been sleeping in another room but has one eye open waiting to hear the keys jingle in the door and when you do and you're trying to creep in your house the lights flip on and then your mother's like Hey, what are you doing? I told you to be home by midnight. It's three o'clock in the morning. But instead, it's like with the the keys jingle, all of a sudden a door creaks open, and a little cat walks in front of you, and it's just like meow, 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 meow. And and all she's saying is like, give me some of that food. I need that food. You know, when I talk to you like this, it means I want that food. Yeah, she does. She does just poke her head out of a door and just look at you and start. It's just like meow. You that fucking food, you idiot. <laughs> And also, she just thinks that whenever she does that, it's like, that is our cue to do it. So, like, oftentimes she'll just try in the middle of the day, like, meow, 
give me that goddamn food. And I'm like, I can't give you the food, fatty. It's only two o'clock in the afternoon. You've already had breakfast. Cats don't normally eat lunch, so we have to wait. Uh, anyway, that's the trials and tribulations of Lily. Uh, we're <laughs> going to miss her, though. So we're going on vacation, but the first three nights, we're going to be at the beach, y'all. We're going to an island that I used to go to all the time when I was a kid called Wrightsville Beach in North Carolina. We're staying on the beach. Is it beachfront? No, but it is beach view. Okay, it's beach view. Yeah, if you get on the building and you get binoculars, you can see some sand. We're going to be walking straight to the shore, and we're going to be there for three nights. I can't believe it. It's such a cute little place. Um, There's a grocery store. There's one grocery store called Robert's Grocery. Is it named after me? No. Do I tell people it is? Yes, of course. There's going to be lots of seafood. There's going to be lots of floating in the water. There's only one store? There's one grocery store. What do you mean? I thought I'd be able to get a lot of snacks when I wanted them. You will. You Is will. it open all night? No. You gotta. You have to uh, get snacks before this, we get the, on the island. Tell me this right now before we get there, okay? And don't lie to me. Okay. Does the place that we're going suck? No. Okay. All right. I'm taking your word for it. It's very cool. I'm taking your, I, you know, listeners, I'll be telling you that shit next week. If that sucks, you know I won't lie. Nick always thinks things suck until he experiences them for a little bit like his his knee-jerk reaction is to be like no that's bad i don't like it but then if you keep putting it on him he'll be like oh my god i love it this is the best thing ever yes i'm talking about city city bikes listen okay if you listened last week you heard nick getting on you know we were on the pod nick was not a huge fan of the city bike i was i had gotten my membership was pushing it on him thinking he's gonna love it he had a couple of rides did not like the first one first one a couple did. of rides, and they were up to no good, even though there was a city bike hub in my neighborhood. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. By the way, guys, when I hit that last line there, when I said neighborhood, Ashley almost puked she enjoyed it so much. <laughs> I, I've never seen Ashley enjoy anything ever. Anyway, go ahead. Well, you were just real anti-city bike. By the time we were talking about it on the pod, you were like, okay, I did like the last 10 minutes of the second ride. But I thought that was going to be it for you. I I didn't think that you were going to keep giving it a shot, let alone buy a membership. Here's the thing. Even though I don't like shit, I still am a consumer. The fact that there was something out there that I could have that would make my life cool in some way, I kind of got it stuck in my craw and I needed to explore it. And uh, that's kind of what happened here. I ended up getting it at work. And then the really thing that the thing that clicked for me was I left work one day and instead of uh, just, you know, hopping on the train that was nearest me, I wanted to check out this new pop up store that was in the Lower East Side. Okay, I was in Chelsea. If you know where New York City is, that's probably a, you know. It's a 15-minute situation if you're going to it's get like on the train. It's like a 20-minute walk, 25-minute walk. Uh, probably a half-hour walk, a 12-minute uh, train plus a 5-minute walk. You know what I mean? But instead, I went and I got a city bike. I got the membership. I clipped in. I got to this place in like eight minutes. And to me, that was incredible. It was a nice day. It was it's an like, easy ride. Like I bought tra- a hat, Ashley. You're traveling through space. I bought a hat. Yeah, okay, I know. You know. I love hats. So the fact that I could just jump on a bike and buy a hat, <sighs> I mean, that's magic, baby. God, I feel like my life is being ruined by all these hats. They're not being ruined by the hats. There's Ashley. so many hats. They're staring at me all the time. You guys, we have a wall of hats. Ashley, you know what? We have to redo this podcast. Why? I can't have you talking bad about my hats. Get rid of these hats. No, I wear every single one of 
of those hats. That's not true. There's yes. tons Point of hats. Point at a hat and I'll tell you the occasion. Covered in dust. Point at a hat and I'll tell you the occasion. That New York Rangers hat. When I go to a New York Rangers game. Oh Next. My. Smokey the Bear hat. When I smoke pot with a bear. <laughs> Next. <laughs> that gross ass moldy white Nike hat. Ashley, that's the first hat that I ever wore on an elliptical. And that's going to stay in this apartment. I'm going to hand it to my kids. Listen, we don't need to be talking about this. Bar none is I'm like a city bike fool. Now he's point. like all into the city bike game, y'all. He's like city biking everywhere. We'll, we'll be going somewhere. All we have to do is take one train, one place. And he's like, Why, you want to take a city bike? You want to just take a city bike to this other place, get on another train, get on this train later? It's like you're just making our trip longer by no, adding all these city bikes. I'm not. I've never had an elongated trip based on a city bike, except for that one time <laughs> that we were late for work and we jumped off the train and got on the city bike and it was a wrong move. Yeah, that's you now. That's what I'm saying. You're like, let's get off. Let's jump on a city bike. And um, I don't like to be contained, folks. We did go over the Williamsburg Bridge on Friday. It was our last day at work. And we were like, you know what? Let's bike from, um, what is that? God, that's Chelsea. From Chelsea yeah. to Bushwick. Chelsea to Bushwick over the Williamsburg Bridge. It was um, really an experience for Nick, who's never done it before. I, I had an idea of what we were getting into because I used to bike over the bridge a lot, but that was many years ago. It was a different body, okay? It was six or seven years ago. Ashley was different. Um, so we were going over the Williamsburg Bridge panting, uh, panting and heaving, and all of a sudden I hear Nick behind me just being like, I'm never fucking doing this again. I can't believe how hard this is hard. i gotta get off this bike i want it off and but you made it over i and- made it over and the downslope was fun but most of it was me catching my breath it was so fucking hard it was incredibly hard to do that on a city bike i, I will say that you know i'm a guy who uh I- I- my legs are kind of burnt all day just based on the fact that i wake up and do mostly like a cardio thing and so i didn't take that into consideration and sitting down and trying to pedal up a hill that long was excruciatingly hard. And at one point, I like right at like before we hit the crest, before we hit the peak. So we had been up trying pedaling up this hill for a long time. I was like, okay, so I keel over and have a heart attack. Who the f- how the fuck does anybody <laughs> get me? I'm literally in the center point of the Williamsburg Bridge up on the bike path where no cars can come. Like, a fucking firefighter would have to come over the bridge. First of all, it would take him two hours in in that traffic, because it was commuter traffic, to get to the middle of the bridge and then have to, like, put one of those fucking ladders up. Like, how would they have gotten me? Maybe they would air air evacuate. Oh, great. A guy, a dumb guy who nobody cares about has a heart attack and now we gotta use the city's money to get a fucking uh, air Maybe vac. Maybe they would run up there. Maybe they have little scooters they could scoot And my up. fat ass is gonna go on the handlebars? <laughs> what happens there? I Why need did to you find think out. you were gonna have a heart attack? I was just, cause once I'm pushing that hard, I'm like in my head, I'm just like, oh man, like, I'm fucking, what if I fucking keel over? Like, I'm just like, it's so hard to do that I just immediately think of that. You, you know immediately I mean? go to heart attack. Yeah. What else am I, what, am I going to go stroke? You know, like, yeah, it's going to be one or the other. Then you had Charlie, Ho- you had a Charlie horse. I didn't get a Charlie horse. You had a Charlie horse the night, but the next night. No, you did. No, you did. We both did. We had Charlie horses. Yeah. Why were you trying to pin that on me? Because <laughs> yours was worse than mine. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> I didn't get up to work it out. I, I just stretched it out to work. I didn't have to get up. You told me it was real bad. No, my Charlie horse wasn't bad at all, actually. I think your Charlie horse was bad and you were trying to blame it on me. 
How dare you try to fucking pwn off a fucking Charlie horse on me, motherfucker? You had a bad Charlie horse, and it's no. because you'd never ridden no, the bike you. over the bridge before. My Charlie horse was a cramp. My Charlie horse was a cramp. Yours was bad. <laughs> Whatever. Listen, I like city bike. The, the The ride back was okay, except for the fact that there's a there's a fatal flaw in the bike lane in Brooklyn. The bike lane in Brooklyn is also the bus lane. So how does that work? It's the bus lane. It's the double park lane. Yeah. It's the, I'm going to stand here and look at my fucking thumb yeah. lane. Oh, you know, I, I didn't tell you this, but you remember how we were talking about a friend of ours. Um, um, I had told you that he's a biker and that he, if people are standing in the bike lane, He'll give him a nudge with his elbow and like give him a little like here. This would if, if this was a bike That's and I was insane. going 100 miles an hour, I would I would break your elbow. But instead, I'm just going to give you a nudge just to show you that it could happen. That's crazy. Uh, I love it. I'm an aggressive guy. Um, and I'll and you were like, I've never done anything like that ever. Yeah. On a bike. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's crazy. OK, I could see myself doing that. One day when we were not together and I was biking in the city, I some woman was standing in Gotta the bike be a woman. lane. It was, and I was dinging my stupid bell. Bing, 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 and she wasn't. So I had to pull into traffic a little bit. And as she, as I rode by, I went, "It's the bike lane," right in her fucking head. Yeah, you love yelling at women. <laughs> now do we have to stop this? Listen, I didn't yell at her. I gave her a little, like, sarcasm. Yeah. And she heard, it's the bike lane. What did she do? Nothing. No response. Nothing was happening. But, I mean, she was standing with her back to the oncoming did traffic. Did she have on headphones? No. Oh, She was actually looking at her phone. Like, she was, like, looking for directions or something. I find it incredibly frustrating how many people are walking around with AirPods, AirBuds, whatever they're called, in their ears because it looks like they don't have on headphones and then they turn and you're like they're everyone is it is irresponsible to be this cut off from the rest of society when you're moving around in a busy metropolitan area. you don't have headphones on when you walk around i do yeah exactly I and do. i do too and people talk to me all day long like as if i don't and i just i see their mouth move and i just pretend like it's not for me it's okay moving. for me to have headphones on i go it's the bike lane Everyone, I come from North Carolina bike culture, which is like incredibly respectful of laws and bikers. And um, New York doesn't give a shit about bikers. Yeah, you'd be going like on a one way bike lane the right way on your city bike. All of a sudden, like a motherfucking motorcycle speeds past you on the other, yeah, uh, coming, coming the other direction in the you. bike lane. You're like, what the fuck is this? Is this technically a bike? What's and happening? The way New York works is that most of the bike lanes are on one way streets, but the other way is parallel. So like they will, they will come couple bike lanes together so that they're parallel streets so if it's just like just go over one street dude and you'll be on the right one-way street bike lane it's very frustrating listen we're bikers now. always a man this is what we do we got some fan mail we did yeah i'm very excited about that so how do you want to handle this well, I always, I don't like it when podcasts read the yeah, whole no, email no, no, no. it's but, a, by the way it was an incredible email it made my day yeah um, I forwarded it to Ashley because I have our emails forwarded to my phone. Ashley doesn't. And Ashley was like at a different place. It made her day. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It was know, big. It was big for us. Do you want to uh, read anything of it? Or I just want to hit some highlights. You? I want to hit some highlights. First off, it is an international listener. Which is very exciting. Yeah, this is this, this is this huge. Is, this is huge, folks. <laughs> this, is, this is huge. We're not related to this person. At least as far as we know. As far as we know. So at first I was like, is this a mom is this one of our moms? No. 
It is a person who found the podcast through the challenge recaps and then started listening to the main show, the Monday show. You know, I want to lie to myself and say that those challenge recaps ain't worth a shit, but let's be honest. A lot of people like those fucking things. And I'll tell you what, I could say it right now, we're going to be recapping that next season. So get up on it. Tell your friends who are challenge nuts because you know we do the quickest, most concise, and fun recaps on the pods. I just love that this person listened to our challenge recaps and liked us enough to start listening to our regular lives. Folks, when we talk about the challenge, here's stuff that we don't do. Hey, um, what do you think about uh, uh, Jordan? Nick hates all other challenge I've podcasts. tried listening to them. They are not good. And I'm sorry if we have listeners that do them. I probably didn't listen to your podcast. I've listened like two. But there's a couple out there where I'm like, you're doing two and a half hours on an episode. And it's like, who you just watched a 90-minute episode of the show. Like, do, who is doing that? When I want a recap of a show, I just want to hear. I just want bam, to, bam, boom, bam, bam, boom. Or I want to. I want to hear like I don't have time to. Li- I love this shit, but I don't have time to listen to this shit. So like, hey, I watch it. So can somebody just tell me what happened? And that's what we do. We tell you what happened. We give you our feelings. Our fucking podcasts don't come in after over you know 35, 40 minutes. I mean, you don't want it to be as long as the episode, folks. No. We're not as interesting as the challenge. Let's let's stop pretending. Let's be real here. Anyway, okay. That was that was my. Uh, by the way, we are recapping the next season, so please get your friends to subscribe. Can't wait. So she watches the uh, the show with her boyfriend. I I think that she got him involved in it, from what I could tell. But what I like about this is that he has named their plants after cast members. So there's Planta Maria. Yeah, that's there's great. Johnny Plantanas. <laughs> <laughs> Um, which I really I enjoy and I was like why don't we start naming things Lily after? your new name is CT <laughs> <laughs> no, no Anissa Lily is going right, to be Anissa Lily will be Anissa um, and then she pointed out that uh, first off she's in she's following our lives she gave me a congrats on the tour which is great to hear I can hear congrats on the tour forever she's um, listening to your health journey which by the way everybody Nick his bod is banging it ain't banging it's kind of flubbing but uh, thank you. You look good. You look I'm good. working out hard, and I'm I'm depriving myself of everything I like. Yeah, you are living in a world of misery in terms of food. I, every meal, I see you getting angry before we have it because you're like, <laughs> "Oh my what god, can here I we eat? go, this shit again." All right. Um, and then you, you know, she urged us to catch up on Southern Charm, which I will say every single person in our life is like, you have to catch up on Southern Charm because where we're at right now is apparently just, um, so different than what the, where the show has evolved to. Yeah. Uh, last night my mom broke it to me and Ashley that she's pissed we're not caught up and it's annoying. So, uh, we have to uh, catch up for her sake. Yeah. And then, um, you know, as, as we said, international listener, if we go to London, we're definitely going to hit you up. I plan on doing comedy in London next year, so get ready for that. I'll be emailing you. And so we just wanted to say a big thanks. Thank you to Shantae. Thank be- you so much. Because it really did make our day. And folks, you can email us too, and we'll say thank you to you too. And all you have to do is find us at reality. Oh, no, it's not at. Well, we're at realityblowspodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Or DM us at realityblowspod. That would be nice. Folks, we're going to take a quick break when we come back. 
Oh, you know what? Fuck the break. What? Let's just jump into it. Because we have to catch a flight in like literally an hour or whatever. Yeah. So I don't even want to do so much editing and I want to crank this out before we leave. Okay. So I don't even want to have to do the, make the little connecty piece. So the little time that we take a break for like a second and go, okay, you ready to do this? Do you want to start this? Let's just jump right into it. And once again... Uh, please make sure you give us f- uh, five stars on the Apple Podcast app. I don't yeah. know if some people just listen to us talk about Lily and then don't want to hear about reality TV. So if that's the case, goodbye to you. But right now we're about to talk about some reality TV because Ashley and I watched w- one episode of three crazy fucking shows yeah. that we really actually enjoyed quite a bit. I it's liked true. all of them for different reasons. Yeah. Um, which one would you like to attack first? Girls Trip. Girls Trip. Okay, VH1's Girls Trip. We've been watching a lot of Viacom uh, as usual. Viacom is MTV. And whenever you watch that on Roku, they're always promoting VH1 stuff. Okay, anytime you watch MTV, they want to promote VH1. Um, They are run by the same people. I know that from experience, dude. Um, So... clearly they're trying to make MTV like a younger version of what they got going on VH1. VH1 always killing it, killing it for like the last, really they killed it for like the last 20 years, but there was like a break for like five years and now they're killing it so hard with their reality TV. And their niche on VH1, as far as their reality goes, is the thing that got them to the place that they are is Hip Hop Wives. Um, Or no, excuse me, Love and Hip Hop. Uh, And then I believe second in is Basketball Wives. Um, now we're in this world of kind of like urban culture, hip hop, uh, reality stars that were kind are kind of older and they're all kind of getting spinoffs. And this is kind of in that world too. So VH1's Girls Cruise is Lil' Kim, Maya, and uh, Chili from TLC. They're all workaholics. They need a break. So they charter a cruise in the Caribbean. I believe it's the Caribbean. And they go to different islands, I believe, every episode to relax and sexually harass men. And it is a fantastic television show. You forgot Pretty V and B. Sim- B. Simone from Wild and Out. Yeah, but I'm not really interested in like social media stars or comedians. I only like the people yeah. that I literally grew up listening to. I agree. Uh, Lil Kim was probably the first female rapper I ever heard. I'm a bad boy for life kid. I my favorite rapper, my first favorite rapper ever was Puff Daddy. I mean, I maybe you should what? revoke my hip hop <laughs> card there, but I was 11. Um, or something, and I and uh, in 1996, all about the Benjamins came out. Um, so, and that was my first favorite rap song. Pro- I mean, my first favorite song was "Beat It," uh, of course, but uh, my first favorite um, rap song that I remember making my own decision about was uh, all about the Benjamins, and then the um, uh, that Puff Daddy and the Family album, uh, and. You know, it had Mo Money, Mo Problems on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the last album, I believe, to ever feature, uh, uh, not posthumously, or maybe it was the first posthumous album, Biggie. But that's yeah. obviously. And then when I started learning about rap, of course, my my first favorite rapper, my second favorite rapper was Mace. So I, I, I wow, still, it took you a while to get to Biggie Smalls. Because I didn't, I didn't get 
the Biggie album. You like didn't I didn't understand. know the Biggie albums were out. I was like 11. I had to go to the Wiz. I had to convince my mom to buy me rap CDs. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I got all about the Benjamins. The single on the back was Been Around the World. Mm-hmm. No, no. Can't Been Hold Me Down. Can't Hold Me Down was the single. On the back was Been Around the World. This is a single, folks. It's a tape. Wow. You had to flip it to hear the other song. I guess I'm old. You now. old. I guess so. I wish I had the, that single, though. Not that you couldn't get it places, but... That would be a nice one. I wish I didn't throw that I'm sad that, that I didn't get into Biggie until 2002. Yeah. Well, you were late on the train, but also I'm from the New York metropolitan area. You're yeah. from the Charlotte metropolitan area. I was so. into Petey Pablo <laughs> before I was into Biggie Smalls. Yeah. Now, um, so uh, also featured on that album was a rapper named Lil' Kim, and I had never seen a female rapper before. I was kind of new to rap altogether. But you she, were 11. She yeah. made me a believer, okay? She made me a believer yeah, that uh, everybody can rap. And um, as an adult later when I got to be him like a super big hip hop head I just kind of missed it but I went and I I listened I got her record um her first album which was called Raw I believe and it is incredible and it is at least at the time one of the most filthy frigging albums I have ever listened to in my life like sexually filthy mm-hmm. like the stuff that she's saying that she's gonna do to you is will scare you and turn you on at the same goddamn time something about a coke can a coke can yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that line something about a can it's wild stuff but then later I mean not to take anything away from this because this is how all rappers do it uh, especially when you're in like a tight knit community like the bad boy family or bad boy entertainment um, I, I, I believe Biggie wrote a lot of those lyrics which it makes sense these are really raw intricate rhymes she never really did that again um, but also uh, it's interesting because of it's sexually graphic but like what women are gonna do to men and to me that is just to watch Biggie in, in his house writing these lines about furiously having sex with men <laughs> in a dominant way to me is just blows my mind and I, I really enjoy this and it really that. speaks to the artist that he was yes yeah. incredible um, greatest greatest of all time he, oh uh, no he didn't put up put out enough i think yeah. to be the greatest of all time unfortunately the greatest of all time is going to have to be fill in shitty rapper i was going to say something funny but i don't want to say that um <laughs> I, I was just going to say eminem but i think people would think i was being serious cuz a lot of people do think he's the greatest of all time oh, he's definitely... i find eminem to be inf- incredibly corny for the past 15 years even longer so yeah. but i was a slim shady lp kid in 6th grade so well you didn't you like the eminem show that's when you fell no, off no i like the first two albums i like Mar- i like slim shady lp marshall mathers and i'm not counting infinity which is or infinite which is his like first like non-major label thing which is great it kind of sounds like a Nas record I don't want to get into this I should start a, a podcast we're about talking rap. about girls cruise okay so then we have Maya who honestly out of all of these women Maya was somebody who I fantasized about as a young man Nick. she came out a little later she's younger she's younger mm-hmm. I mean that she was a lot of, I was watching a lot of Maya on MTV and a lot of Maya on BET I remember videos. being a young a young young woman young girl and just thinking Maya was absolutely perfect looking yeah and guess what she still kind of is I'm shocked yeah, at it's how crazy. especially and she's, what, her 39 no uh yeah 40? she's old yeah she's, she's not that old well but. we looked up the ages because chili looks incredible chili has not aged at all it's fucking cra- and she's the probably the oldest one on the show yeah and and i remember also chili being like literal physical 
uh, perfection. Like I remember when Waterfalls came out and watching Chili and thinking like this this is a computer generated image. Like she's so symmetrically perfect. She's so beautiful. Has not aged. Maybe she she looks like she might have aged a few years. And we find but, out why pretty soon on this show because she don't drink. She don't smoke. She believes in God. And she don't have sex. She doesn't have sex. She's celibate. She's uh, drug and alcohol free. And she calls smoke, alcohol the devil's the devil's juice, the devil's, devil's drink, juice. or whatever celibate yes praying to jesus and i'll tell you what jesus is keeping her young yeah but I, i'll be honest once she said that i was like uh i don't know i don't know if i like chili as much it's not anything against it but i kind of wanted to see chili you know turn up and then Everybody and then, wants to see Chili turn up. Well, but Chili, you know what? I'll also watch her be this interesting, like, conservative, and I don't mean conservative politically. I just mean conservative social behavior um, and also, like, anxious. Would not go down the slide on the big ship. They got a big she's inflatable scared. slide. She's scared, folks. You don't want to do shit. If Jesus is riding shotgun, you would think you'd be jumping off that boat. Yeah. Um, now, she makes it very clear in an interview, just because I don't party doesn't mean I don't turn up. So, and that is not true. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. she does not turn yeah, up. Yeah, she didn't really turn up. <laughs> but they're trying to get her like hooked up with some. We've only watched one episode. It seems like she had just gone. She just went through a breakup of some sort. So I think she's kind of iffy. But they really seem to be trying to get Chili to like find a guy on this trip. At least that's what it seemed like from the first episode. They've got a whole staff of hot dudes. They, which yeah, Lil, is, Kim's, Lil Kim, the whole bo- boat staff is just like sexy men. I'm into it. It is It is something I'd like to see more on reality television is casting men based on their looks because women are being casted based on their looks. And I'll say men are not always, okay? So this, this, this ship of studs is, um, you know, it has me thinking that we should keep watching the show. And if you're bored with the studs on the ship, well, then they dock and then they go get, like, surf lessons and yeah. then they see a stud surf lesson guy and they stare at his butt and his bulge. Now, this show, it does seem sort of hastily put together. It does, you know, it's it was filmed over 10 days. Um, it, there doesn't seem to be, like, real bonds between everybody. Like, there's more of a, we've been all working in the music industry around each other for decades. Um, it's time that we really got to know each other. It doesn't seem that there's necessarily pulling on a friendship there. So the thing that's interesting is we are watching them navigate um, those relationships. I'll say the only three people I'm interested in are Little Kim, Maya, and Chili. The, the other two, there's like two wild and out comedians they were clearly cast to add um some levity to the show which i don't think is helping i don't think that that that's what the show needs i think the show needs more of these serious conversations between these three and um there's also some just like little kim's friends are there i don't know who they are yeah well granted we've only watched one episode so they may become our favorite people on the show but we're gonna jump back into it and we'll, we'll figure it out are we are we gonna commit to another app i mean i guess the problem is it's on a we can't find it on a hoot like it won't pop up on a hulu there's already been like 10 episodes like why can't they put them on hulu why, why can't... does viacom refuse to work with hulu it's insane it's i mean it's like it's are you own, the one not not it's on owned there? now by disney so oh. viacom and disney maybe aren't clicking but it wasn't happening before that you know they used to have episodes of the challenge on there and yeah stuff like not that. anymore i don't know what happened um, I think it's because they don't. Uh, they're desperately trying to get ratings, and they're trying to keep people watching the actual linear television. Um, maybe we should just get cable, huh? 
Oh my it god! Would fix all our problems. We have so much TV, TV to watch. We do. Um, well, anyway, th- this is a fun show, folks. So that's just a quick recommendation for that. We're gonna move on to our second of three shows that we watch, which is Netflix's Blown Away. Yeah, I believe that's what it's called. That right? sounds right. It's a glass blowing competition. Um, it's sort of like you know, it, it's it's easy peasy competition show. It's your Great British Bake Off. It's your what? It's your Top Chef. There's going to be someone eliminated, um, and it's and then someone gets a prize, and it's all based off glass blowing. So you're getting to watch people sweat people get nasty (laughs) a man cut his jeans into jean shorts while they were on him yeah uh, at one point in the first episode people dripping in sweat blowing glass and And i'll think i I think it's it's the the stakes is that um glass breaks yes (laughs) and um you know the other thing about this show is that i really appreciate is like i don't know there's like 10 episodes each episode was like 22 23 minutes it was made for netflix so there's no weird commercially break things and you get right i mean you pop this thing on and they're in the competition i would say within the first three or four minutes totally there's I mean, quick there's no fat on this show no and i will say that there are some real great characters okay there's a woman who made this like glass thing where people share breath and i don't know what her deal is but i'm gonna keep watching it just to watch her because she makes me uncomfortable in a fun way yeah and the other thing about the show and this is maybe a negative um if you find the sound of shattering glass to be unnerving and uh and irritating maybe this isn't the show for you because a lot of glass breaks it's happening throughout and you're just like it's just like and it's just like oh and your earbuds it just makes you feel crazy it's and that's like there's you know that's a i wonder if they thought about that when they did this show and the other thing is like what if there was like a show where just like crying babies happened every once in a while like these noises no, like crying babies and shattering glass are totally different i don't know they have oh, like nails on the chalkboard feelings to mm. me so um but i i enjoyed the show uh i i'm i would like to rip through more of these episodes let's be honest babe are we gonna watch any of these shows again what <laughs> because we have so many shows to watch we're behind on x on the beach we're behind on are you the one we bailed on real world the challenge coming up i need to watch southern charm season I didn't four even, or I i'm did, gonna lose my mind i didn't even see the sitch get married folks you didn't even see the sitch get married i'll be honest i don't think i'm gonna watch girls cruise i don't think i'm gonna watch blown away what? i don't think i'm gonna watch the next one we're talking about well what the f- I, i'm interested in them okay like girls cruise like i said really i'm just more interested in chili's like her point of view i want to know more about how she has structured her life but that i can't i can't watch a whole show with commercials just in hopes that i get five minutes of chili sort of waxing poetic about like um you know living the clean life and blown away i want to get into it but am am i prepared to meet a whole new cast of quirky characters no i want to turn return to the quirky characters i already know and love on the challenge on august 28th when they come back on or whatever day it is and then this next show we're going to talk about sorry i'm sorry nick i know that i'm supposed to want to keep watching i'm going to want to watch this one which one my hotter half this is the one I w- I'm going to watch the least. I'm going to watch you this the most. You might be able to get me to watch another episode of Girls Cruise. You might be able to get me to watch another Blown Away. I will not watch another Hotter Half. My Hotter Half. 
I the will most not fabulous watch show it. on Netflix right now, folks. Here's the show. Okay, you get two. You get a couple. They sit down with a guy who's excited to see them for some reason, and they sit on a couch in a room with a bunch of neon crosses and and hashtags and stuff like that. For some reason, there's a cross back there. We do not know why. Big neon cross in the background. It's a British show. It's a reality show. And uh, what they do is they interview this couple and they ask them who about their style and they go, who do you think is more attractive objectively? And uh, they're like, I don't know, probably this person. I don't know. We don't know. And then what they do is they bring an iPad out on the street and they make people in the streets of London um, swipe left or right on either the couple. And then they bring that iPad back to this neon room and this guy shows it to the couple and they see uh, what the percentage of the um, people who wanted to date uh, the man versus what percentage of people wanted to date the woman. And then the person who got the lower percentage gets a, a, a makeover by a team of stylists. And then they do it again. And we see if that that person who got the makeover can beat their partner. And we find out who's the hotter half. Okay, guys, there's a lot of problems with this show. What? First and foremost, um, the... It is the most low-budget show I have ever seen. Nothing is happening here. It's just talking to a couple on a couch, and then they say, they say... We're gonna uh, we're gonna pull online daters. That's the thing they keep saying online daters, but it's really just people on the street. They're just like, they were you like, look on- young, come over here. You think they were online for ice cream? I don't. And they just stopped them. Yeah, that's good. Honest- <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think that uh, this show seems like it was filmed during the crew lunch break of like a better reality show. Yes. Like, it, I mean, they could have filmed this entire season in an afternoon. Easy, bar none. And the makeovers that people are getting, I don't know. It's just like someone did their hair and put them in tighter clothes. That's all that it seems like. Yes. It's like, take that hat off. Great. Now go take another selfie. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I kind of liked it because I feel like it's such a crazy concept. I I don't like that, like, it's all about how hot you are. Yeah, I love it. And I don't like, it's just men and women are approaching this differently. Because men will look at the picture, you know, they're just on the street talking to some random, like, college student. And he's like, yeah, she looks like she would be fun to go to a bar with. I'll, I'll go on a date with her. And then the women are like scrutinizing the men's picture. Like he looks like he only cares about himself, but yeah. maybe he might care about you on a Monday under a full moon. And he <laughs> probably has a bad relationship with his mom. And it's just like, they're like reading into these pictures yeah. about whether or not they want to date them. It's just, this is not a double blind study. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there's no, there's, there's no way to determine who's the hotter half because the pool, the pool that you're, you're drawing from is c- looking at these pictures with different expectations and so it's just i find the whole premise to be flimsy the host is like too excited to be talking to the couples like why does he care about these people there's no reason to care about them he's like i'm excited to meet you guys talking you guys are so hot it's like what is happening uh best part about the first episode is they have this first couple and they're pretty attractive this couple and then they go and they do their first uh ipad reading outside with the people the man gets like a 76. The woman gets like a 78. Percent. Um, percent. Percent of people want to date. And then, you know, they then they go to the second couple. There's two couples in an episode. And they're clearly less attractive. They're just kind of dumpy. And, and they do this whole... 
the uh, man gets uh, like a 14 and the woman gets like a 13. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that is, when they watch this episode, they are going to feel horrible for yeah. themselves. I mean, granted, the woman who lost in the first round, she went and got uh, an 80% later. So that's something to feel good about. They put her in a tight dress. They put her in a tight dress. Um, yeah. And they took her glasses off. Yeah, and people yeah. were like, she's hot. Yeah. If she had glasses on, I'd, I, I, I'd even say she's hotter. They should have left them on. People were saying that was a bad move. But, Folks, um, I mean that's that's that whole show, and, and why it's quick. do you like it? Not because it's quick, it's trashy. I like it, babe. You can't base whether or not you like a show based on how long it is. Yes, I can. This is a flaw with you. Yes, I can. No, because you're looking at things. You're looking at all of this like homework assignment. You're not looking at this for the enjoyment of it. You're looking at this like I got to get through it, and so therefore you rate shorter shows higher on the list. No, you're like I was able to get through it quicker. I enjoyed it. Okay. Why? What part did you enjoy? I liked when the people felt bad that they weren't hotter. (laughs) (laughs) That was my favorite part. Um, All right, folks. That's the podcast. A little shorter than normal just because we got to catch a flight. Uh, We'll catch you next week. Um, What you can do for us is rate us five stars on the Apple Podcasts app and say a little something nice in the review. That would really, really help us. Um, It helps the visibility of this thing. It makes us feel good. Thank you so much for doing it in advance. Um, And uh, also, once you follow us at Reality Blows Pod on Twitter, um, email us, uh, realitybelowspodcast at gmail.com. We love uh, hearing about all your things and how you love us and what you listen to and what you watch. Um, And also, please follow me at uh, Nick Maritato on Instagram. That's N-I-C-K-M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. And follow Ashley on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. Folks, that has been the show. Thank you for listening, and goodbye. Bye.